You're listening to episode 193, From Fear to Faith, Part 2, How to Create a Life You Love. This is the Dance of Life. My name is Tudor Alexander, and we are going to go on a journey to hack your mind, body, and soul for living your best life yet. Tune in every week to learn something new, grow, and get inspired as we discover the secrets of success and practice the art of fulfillment. And if it's one thing I hope you learn from today, it's that your life is a dance. And just like any dance, you can learn to dance it well. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for being here. Happy to have you. Hope you're healthy, safe wherever you happen to be. Hope you're staying positive. If you didn't catch the part one of this series, go check it out. We're going to nerd out on some physics stuff to really inspire you and give you some good principles. Plus, it's a special little gift at the end of the episode if you listen to the end. Uh, just for you. Really cool. Make sure you don't miss it. Go check it out. Episode 192. But we are here right now with episode 193, the second part of that series on how to create a life you love. Another inspiring quote on faith and fear by Max Lucado. The presence of fear does not mean you have no faith. Fear visits everyone, but make sure your fear is a visitor and not a resident. I love that quote. Such a cool distinction between allowing your fear to be a visitor and not a resident. One of the first things we talked about in last week's episode was, you know, fear is part of life. We are a separate individual running around the world, and we're also part of everything and connected and all that kind of stuff. So you have these two perspectives that are at play with one another. And one of the results of being a separate individual in a world of separate parts is fear. So when you accept that, when you accept that it's normal and there's nothing to worry about uh, in that sense, like the more worry and attention you'd give your fear that you are afraid that you have fear, the, the worse it gets. So just accept that it's normal, but don't let it be a resident. Focus on the future. Focus on creating a life you love. Be in alignment. Remember positive and strong principles of the world of change, of reality, of creating, of your own power to create, all these things that we talked about last week, and we're going to reiterate today a little bit. But today, you know, we're doing part two, so we're going to get into more of the practical aspects. Last week, we talked about, uh, you know, basically what are some founding principles as a justification for this idea that, hey, we can create our reality, even though life is crazy, and there's a lot of things to be afraid of, and it seems like it's going to get worse, we can still have the power to create the life we want. How do we justify that? Well, there's a lot of evidence in nature and physics and how things actually work and how reality is actually created. Um, and I, I sort of paraphrased a lot of it last episode. I give you some book references. I'll give you them again. Beyond Biocentrism is a great book. And also Mind to Matter by my friend, Dr. Dawson Church. I interviewed him, episode 139. It's a fantastic episode. Go get his book. He's a great guy, and the book is phenomenal. I mean, it's, it's just going to blow your mind away. It really is. But that is reality, that we can create our reality. So now the question is, how come we don't get what we want? Why do we have a bunch of problems? Why or why is it difficult to create reality? All these kind of things. So that's what we're going to be diving into today in how to get into the state that we need to be to actually let nature do its job which is creating the reality that we want. So super excited to share this stuff with you. Part two of this awesome series. I think it's well-timed with everything going on. 
Let me know if you like this by subscribing. Also share it with your friends. If you know anybody that's going through some hard times right now, we all are, but especially that could hear this message today, share it with them. You never know, you might change their life. Also, if something makes a big difference for you today, I would love to hear about it, genuinely. You can email me, tutor at danceoflife.com. My email is always open, or hit me up on Instagram at tutoralexanderofficial. So here we go. From Fear to Faith, Part 2, How to Create a Life You Love. All right, so if you didn't catch the previous episode or if you did listen, you know, a lot of, a lot of stuff happens in a week, so let's do a real quick review. We went through these different principles in physics that allowed us to kind of come to this idea that, hey, we do create our reality. That's happening already. So the first one was the idea of the particle and the wave and the double blind experiment where they looked, uh, the double slit experiment where they looked at how light behaves and when it's being observed. And so the, the lesson there was that where attention, consciousness goes, things become orderly, they become, you know, separated, the, the possibility wave gets collapsed and reality gets created. And again, if you look at that book, Mind to Matter, or Biocentrism, Beyond Biocentrism, you get all the science there that you could ever desire. It's, it's fascinating, but that's really what's happening all around us all the time. The other thing we talked about was time and uh, time being an illusion. It already exists. Everything already exists. The past already exists. The future already exists. So what that means is there's this whole lump of space time that we live in and we are moving through it like this little bead on a string or in a pinball machine falling down the different mazes. The only catch is that where your attention goes, you're going to drive that ball towards love or fear. Or let's say faith or fear. Faith is a deeper emotion. I think faith is really what it all comes down to. And faith and fear, faith is like this, this positive outcome and fear is everything getting torn apart. We talked about entropy being the force that is just this constant pull on everything to unravel, right? And then there's also negentropy, which is like gravity. It thinks that it's a force on things to come together, which creates emergence or spontaneously ordered high complex things like for example a swarm of birds suddenly coming together in this really organized you know giant organism basically that happens all the time in nature so the question is things are always moving in one direction towards order or towards disorder and we can align with either of those directions based on where we put our attention and create reality the final point that was super important and this is going to be our lead in into today is this idea of a torus spelled t o r u s and that is this donut field shape that's in everything. It's the energy pattern and frequency of everything. So if you look at, you know, how a star explodes, the magnetic field of the sun, the magnetic field of your heart, the way a tree and its branches and roots grow, uh, the way a cell divides, everything follows this pattern. A great resource for this is the Resonance Academy. And Dr. Nassim Haramain, he's a physicist. He does a wonderful job of putting all this constantly into perspective. You can follow them on Facebook. They're always posting interesting little uh, graphics and stuff like that. But all about physics and how it relates to spirituality, honestly, and philosophy and metaphysics. So if you're into this kind of stuff, you're going to really enjoy it. But Resonance Academy is a great resource for that. Um, so the Taurus is this energy field. It's like basically an outward field that's constantly blossoming and blooming. Everything around you in nature is blooming and moving. Now, of course, we also see things dying and disappearing. 
And it depends what you focus on, right? So you could see them as individual units, right, that are dying and passing away, or they're just part of a greater process that is only one mission in life, and that's to grow and evolve and get bigger and be abundant. So it depends what your perspective is. That's why importance of having good principles during times when things are crazy will return you back to perspective because there really is only one program. There's the program for abundance and growth and life. The universe wants to live. It wants to be at your highest vibration possible. So it's growing constantly. Obviously, there's parts of that process, like when you are growing, when you when a plant grows, you know, it, certain leaves fall off the, the plant, they die, they, they, they change. But we've attributed so much emotion to death. And one of the things we talked about with the last episode was how much personification, individualization, and emotion we've added to the process of death. And death is really just change. If you look at everything around you, it's constantly dying. But that doesn't mean anything more than saying it's constantly changing. It's the same thing. Everything is just changing. So it's moving from one thing to another. It's transforming. So death is not really something to obsess about and look at and say, oh my God, because really that's the fundamental fear that we all have. You know, if I don't pay my bills, I'm going to be on the street. And then subconsciously, your lizard brain is telling you that you're going to die. And so there's a panic mode that's there. So when you kind of get over that spiritual hurdle and you see that, okay, this is just a change and it's not a change I need to worry about because I'm part of everything else and everything else is part of me. You know, this sounds like really woo-woo stuff, but the science is there behind it. I'm not going to break it all down. Go read the books, Beyond Biocentrism. It's in my uh, recommended reading list and also Mind to Matter. That stuff will blow your mind. If you're into this kind of stuff, highly, highly recommend it. It's awesome, awesome reads. But what it all comes down to is looking at the world around you and seeing these principles, seeing the fundamental order that's already been established, and how do we align with that order? Because the universe is constantly creating. Every time I take a walk outside or I ride my bike, it's just amazing to see this constant outpouring of life. You know, if you listen to the news, you're going to hear a different story. The news is focused on the momentary changes that go about in life, all the panic and all the fear and all this stuff. They don't see the bigger picture. But when you go out in nature, you know, you see things growing, outpouring, moving. They're, they're, they're life-filled. Everything is moving. Sure, the things are consuming one another. But don't think of the lizard and the bug as two individual things, but rather as part of a process, like little splashes from a wave. You know, you can't separate a wave from the ocean. In the same way, you can't separate yourself from the universe or these other things from the general process of growth that's happening. So the question is, how do we align with that process of growth so we can take advantage of it? You know, in this day and age, we're so focused on results and achievement and struggling and, and separating ourselves from the world so that we can conquer it. And and that's an, that's an old school, like Western, like, got you know, masculine conquer this this female world, this feminine energy planet. I have to penetrate it and conquer it with my energy and impregnate it with my ideas. And, you know, whatever, I subscribe a little bit to that as well. I'm very masculine oriented, but one thing that's been a huge transformation in my life has been to learn the value of the opposite, which is from the Eastern traditions and all these thousands of years old traditions that now physics is coming back Again, if you read those books, physics is coming back and proving that actually this is the way reality works. 
it's not some separate random world that we have to conquer and, and fight with. There is this very intelligent mechanism where everything is connected to everything. It's constantly feeding back into the, the organism. And that organism is growing like a giant Rubik's cube as a result. It's constantly calculating and moving in the direction it needs to move by some, you know, crazy intelligence that we can't even fathom. You know, so the question is, how do I align with that intelligence? How do I align with this natural ability to create that's flowing through me? You are, a wave is water just like the ocean is water. So you are able to create the universe just as the universe is able to create the universe. Right? So the question is, how do you align with that inherent ability? There's nothing you need to do or get. You just need to align. It's a different way of approaching the problem. So when you think, I need to do this, I need to get this, I need to do whatever, it's some external thing outside of you that needs to be obtained and you take action on it and you don't have it. But when you th- approach the problem from, okay, what can I do to align myself? That's an internal focus. So two, two sides of the same coin but which one is going to be more useful to you right now? For me, the internal focus has always been a powerful place to visit and to work through uh, because it gives me the power because those are things I can control internally. So today, all that stuff was reviewed from last time. Today, we're going to talk about how do you get in alignment with that Taurus flow, with that abundant outward and regenerating, you know, abundant flow that's infinite, that's already inherently inside of you. Well, the very first part is you have to create stillness. You got to stop the momentum in order to redirect all of the junk that's accumulated in our minds. Remember, our minds are very good at one thing, creating reality. Now, that reality, it's, it's not about good or bad. It's just creating reality. So most of the time, our mind is focused on preserving you because the mind is a result of, you have, you have two minds. You have the individual mind, the ego, right, which is most of the time in charge of everything. Lizard brain, survival, individual, separate from the world, fear, all these things, right? And that's a natural response of the individual mind. Then you have kind of the group mind or the the intuition or the subconscious. And that's what drives all this kind of stuff. So you have to, you know, the the subconscious is not as loud, right? The individual mind is right there up, up against your shoulder yelling at you, hey, you need to be safe, you need to be watch out. Oh my God, you need to do this, panic, panic, panic. And it's it's not going to help you with anything because all it does is shrink your vibration and get you more ramped up and wasting your energy. So you need to quiet and find stillness from the momentum that that mind inherently creates. Don't try to fight it. Just let the thoughts go through you. Find a quiet space. Learn some breathing exercises. You know, learn to slow yourself down. We've I've done a lot of episodes in the last couple weeks on how to relax, how to power up your parasympathetic nervous system, how to breathe, you know, doing some breathing exercises, find stillness, go outside, take a walk, do some journaling, whatever it is, find that stillness, take a break from the bills, take a break from everything. So you can just be present here and now. Remember, you're the only thing that's true and real is right here, right now. For all we know, this could be a simulation and the world is only created when you observe it, just like with the double slit experiment. So what you see is what you get in reality. There is no over there. There's only over there when you go over there and suddenly it's, you know, created. A lot of weird stuff. I'm telling you, the more you dig into this, the crazier it gets. But really, the only true thing is right here, right now. And when you get that, you can find stillness. The next step from that is to find gratitude, you know, to find something to appreciate, to build your ability to tune in 
and get into that positive outward flow. When you are grateful, you also are generous. They're like two peas of the same pod. Because what happens is gratitude fills you up. But generosity is the natural consequence of being filled up, which is to outpour, to pour outward. If you think about that Taurus flow, when you're grateful and happy and generous, your energy is outpouring. You want to give, you want to you know, spend time with people. You want to help them out. You want to be happy and, and infectiously happy. Everybody's getting happy around you. All this, they're smiling and you're smiling. That's an outpour of abundant flow. That's when you're aligned with the natural state of the world that's creative. When you're opposite of that and your Taurus is going inward and sucking the life out of everything around you, if you're angry, if you're, you know, afraid, if you're complaining, if you're toxic, if you're worried all the time, think about those people in your life, right? People who are running around right now, all that energy, you can't cover. It's like a black hole. You could keep putting more and more stuff in there, more money, more, uh, you know, food, more you know, stress eating, more drugs, more alcohol, whatever else. It's never going to be enough until you flip it internally. You got to flip the switch in from the inside out. You got to flip that switch to create the Taurus flow. And that starts with stillness because you got a lot of momentum going on. And then it goes to gratitude. Building that habit takes some time. It's not easy, but look, you know, I created a whole book I'm going to plug it right now because I think it's going to really help. If you haven't gotten it yet, go to thegratitudemap.com. You get a free book, free mini course. You get a whole tool set to help you build a habit of appreciation, to find stillness, to overcome obstacles. There's eight major obstacles that we deal with on a daily basis. And to help you get the handle on these first two steps. Because without these first two steps, you can't do the third, which is creating the future. So first is stillness. Still your mind, become the present moment. Second is find something that you appreciate so that you fill yourself up, right? Gratitude is based on faith. Ultimately, you have to believe that you appreciate it. You can't just say, okay, well, I'm grateful for my water that I'm drinking right now and be like half-hearted about it. But really, you know, you have to genuinely believe like, gosh, I'm so grateful that I get to drink some water even, like some simple clean water. Like I read a statistic the other day, 8 million children are going without clean water. On the, on the planet every day. I mean, that's pathetic, man. That's so sad. So freaking sad. And I'm sitting here like literally wasting my water as I'm brushing my teeth. You know, so we live in a very privileged society. When you believe that, when you get tuned with that faith, that you truly believe like, how fortunate you are, you start to shift the internal energy in your Taurus, in your life, in your field. And that starts to align you with the creative power of the entire Taurus of the universe that's already flowing through everything by default. So stillness, gratitude, go get the gratitude map, the gratitudemap.com that's free. It's not going to cost you more than a couple bucks to ship it to you. We have a gratitude group. Make a habit out of these two in general, in general for anything in life. Just make a habit out of these two, stillness and gratitude. Once you're in that state, once you're able to do that on a regular basis, you know, first off, let's think about visualizing in general, right? So the third step is creating and visualizing the future. But that's hard stuff. I mean, it takes a lot of energy. Your brain is like literally a holodeck. If you ever watch Star Trek, your brain is like a holodeck and it requires a lot of energy. It's like a virtual reality port. You, know, you close your eyes and you're imagining stuff and it takes a lot of work. It's a lot of energy for your brain to do what it needs to do. So remember that creating anything of high order in physics this is another physics principle back to entropy. Systems of order need a lot more energy. That's why things tend to go to disorder because that's the lowest energy point 
there is, is to not have any order, right? Of lower order. So number one, your health is very important. I've been talking a lot about health lately. I've been interviewing a lot of experts on health, got some great stuff coming up too. But health is super important. Taking your omega-3s, getting enough sleep, you know, taking some nootropics, doing brain health exercises, doing a healthy diet, exercising, eating an anti-inflammatory diet, all these things can contribute to your mental state, your brain state, and your brain's mechanical ability to be creative. Every one of us has the ability to visualize. You are not any better than I am at it. I may be more practiced than some people or whatever else, but it's not that we have a special talent of, well, I'm just not creative. Everybody is creative. When you're excited about something, your brain creates a lot of pictures. Now think about how many pictures it creates when you're afraid of something. Why is that? Well, because you're excited. And I say that because fear and excitement are both some level of stimulation. You're stimulated. So when you're stimulated, your brain is like on fire. It's creating all kinds of, most of us use up that energy on stupid stuff, on on stuff that we're afraid of. And so the brain is just, you're not reining your brain in and your brain is super stimulated because it's afraid. So it's creating all kinds of vivid scenarios and those seem very real to you. So you pay more attention to them and then your ball is drawing closer to that outcome than to the other one. So you see, it's just a downward spiral unless we have the discipline and the discipline is both ways. It's mindset. But first, it's really physical. you got to be in good shape. You have to give your brain the opportunity to work the way it was designed. If you're eating crappy food and giving yourself brain fog and, and stressing out or eating you know, all kinds of stuff, putting stuff in your body that's not good, your ability to practice gratitude, find stillness, is going to be impaired. You know, I'll give you a quick story. I was on a cruise over the new year for 2020, and... It was, it was like a paid thing. But anyway, I got, I got the flu like halfway through and it was like a, a really bad case of the flu. And so I literally was in my little tiny room for like three days. That's it. I, was just, I only got up to go to the bathroom or to go to the buffet and eat. And even that was exhausting. And let me tell you, it was hard. All this stuff that I talk about with gratitude and stillness, I wrote a book on it, you know, <laughs> all these things that I've done. It was still a very big challenge because my health was you know, in play. It was, you know, I was, it was very challenging. I mean, I was in pain. I was exhausted. My energy was drained. My, obviously your brain function is going to reduce when you're sick because your brain is the first thing to suffer with those things and inflammation. So you want to really take care of your health because if you're healthy, it's a lot easier, right? So there's that torus that's abundant and flowing. Your brain is, your body's generating energy. You're, you're in that creative state. You're, you're strong, you're healthy, you're vibrant. It's a lot easier to practice stillness and gratitude when you're unhealthy or sick or, you know, toxic or inflamed or all these kind of things. So that's part one. Part two is the mindset part of it. And this is the part where we visualize from a grateful perspective. So all this practice of finding stillness and practicing gratitude every day for the things you have, this is very important. But when it comes to creating the future and visualizing what you're wanting to put in the world, you have to visualize it from a place of gratitude. This is the key. And there's so much literature out there. I've interviewed some experts on this as well. You know, Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about this where he says, you know, when, you, when you're grateful for something that you've received, you're conditioned, you've conditioned your brain that we only say thank you for the things that we've received. Right? So that's how we're conditioned. So when you say thank you for the things that you are expecting to receive in the future, you are bringing those things to you through the vibration of your mind. Your mind is like an electromagnetic radio 
beacon. And it vibrates to the things that you want. And so when you say, even when you say, oh, I don't want pain, I don't want pain. There is no negative in the universe. There's only there's only what is. There is no nothing. Nothing doesn't exist. There's no negative. It's like saying hot and cold. Cold is not a force. Cold is just the absence of heat. Same thing with fear. Fear is the absence of faith. So there is absence, but there is no like negative force. So when you say, I don't want this, you're really actually just focusing on what you don't want and giving that energy. So you have to visualize from, from a perspective of what you want. And from that perspective, you think, you, you come from a per perspective of thankfulness and say, man, thank you for tomorrow being so smooth and graceful and just effortless and solutions coming my way. Thank you for all of the wonderful things that are coming to my life and opportunities. And you really believe that. You really visualize that, man, like, oh my gosh, tomorrow's going so well already. Like you peer in, remember quantum physics. The future has already happened exactly as it was meant for you. The best possible future is out there. You just have to put your mind into that future Rolodex, flip around through it, find the one that works the best for you, and jam on that for a little while, right? So remember that from quantum physics. Again, time, it's not what we think. Past, present, future, it's all one mush, and you are moving towards it based on how you act and feel and behave, and that's drawing that little ball through the maze. And so when you create reality, you have to create it from that perspective of gratitude. If you've ever tried to visualize something that you're not excited about, you you know how hard it is. So you have to be excited about it. You have to genuinely believe, you know, the, you know, in what is coming. It's like, gosh, you know, look at that future. That's so great. You're not lying to yourself because that future does exist somewhere. Again, physics proves this stuff, you know, so that gives me certainty. That gives me hope. That gives me faith. You know, you have to use your emotions. You have to use your senses. And all that comes back to a practice of gratitude and stillness. And start with the things that you're grateful for today. Like, gosh, I'm so grateful that I get to wake up. So many people didn't today. I'm so grateful I get to eat today. I'm so grateful that I have clean water. I mean, simple stuff and really, truly believe it. And when you practice and flex that muscle, then it's going to be a lot easier to be grateful for the future, for things that haven't happened yet, but be, but be able to dip into that future time slice, that future now, in the way that it's worked out the best for you, in that abundant Taurus flow, that abundant way that the universe wants everybody to be abundant and pleasurable and positive and orderly, and everything's worked out exactly the way it's supposed to. That's the future the universe is growing into. It wants the best possible outcome for everything in it itself. It's one organism. It wants to be whole. It wants to grow. So you have to align with that through gratitude and thankfulness. Now, look, we have a lot of life challenges, right? I mean, we have a lot of situations that like this stuff recently and everything that's ever happened to you in your life that remind you of a very simple truth, which is that you are also a separate and disconnected being, right? So we live as being a wave in the ocean, right? As being that connected part, but there also seems to be this experience of being separate and it's very convincing. And, you know, you have different things where you lose someone or lose something. You have betrayal, you have burnout, you have all these different catalyzing experiences that offer us life lessons. So in these times, we need good principles to bring us back. You know, like when you're walking on, a, on any road and it seems, you look around you and you, you just look and see how things are, it seems very chaotic. 
anything up close seems very chaotic. This is an interesting, another physical principle that I didn't mention last episode, but it seems very chaotic. And that's because entropy or this sense of chaos is very localized. If you fly over the same place, you see how orderly it is. And so that's that's a phenomenon that we experience here. So it's, again, it's about perspective. So when you are faced with these kinds of challenges, you know, what perspective do you take? And how do you bring yourself back to gratitude and stillness and seeing the bigger picture? I was riding my bike one day recently, probably a couple weeks ago, and I was riding up a hill, actually down a hill, sorry. I was I was the one going downhill. There was another one going uphill. It was this homeless guy that I had seen earlier, and he just had this bitter look on his face. He looked at me, and it was an interesting moment for me because it was like, wow, you know, we're both going on the same hill, but our direction is different, right? So the direction is different, but the hill is the same. So the experience is vastly different. My experience is, oh, I'll take my hands off, you know, I'll just glide down. It's super easy. And for him, you know, he was kind of almost like envying me, almost looking at me like, hey, what are you doing, man? You know, I wish I was having an easy time. He was climbing up the hill. So the direction was different. So the point of that little experience is, what is your perspective, right? Your perspective drastically determines the amount of energy that you waste on a particular situation, the amount of resistance that you have. So make a habit out of being regularly present in the now. So you dissolve your emotion, dissolve your fear, and find that stillness, guys. Practice gratitude. Go get that book, thegratitudemap.com, uh, and go join our group, The Daily Gratitude Practice, so you can start building this muscle. It's a muscle. It's not going to happen overnight. It's taken me years to get to the point where I'm practicing it regularly, and I still struggle with it. Like I said, there's times when I got the flu, like, man, I was PO'd, man. You know, so ultimately... It's a muscle you got to practice, and that book will help you do it. I, I devoted an entire book to making sure you can come out overcoming these obstacles on a regular basis and helping you create your own custom practice. So go check it out. And also, you know, develop an appreciation for principles. I hope that these episodes, we did this little two-part series. Like I said, I thought it would be well-timed with everything going on, but develop an appreciation for principles. I love to look out in nature to find the answers around me because it's all there. It's all, all you need to know is right here, right now. It's already there. You just need to pay attention. And so one of those principles is, is that just that the proof is in the pudding. Ultimately, you know, everything that we need is right here, right now. And so another thing I want to offer you is that masterclass that I created on these principles. I talked about it in the last episode. It's free to you just for listening to this episode. It's free to you for 30 days, no obligation to buy Literally, I'm just giving this out to people right now so they can enjoy it and get some different perspective that's going to help you. If you've enjoyed these kind of episodes and talks we've had in the last two weeks, you'll really enjoy this course. It's free. It's 25 hours of my best coaching that I've ever learned in my life in the last 15 years. It's a masterclass called Principles for a Dynamic Life, How to Win in Love, Business, and Beyond. And we cover all kinds of this kind of stuff and more. I talk about life purpose. I talk about identity. Uh, relationships, how to make decisions, you know, how to make better decisions, stronger decisions, how to come back to truth, perspective, peace of mind. This is all good stuff and it's all free to you. So go to danceoflife.com slash super secret masterclass if you want to check that out. At the end of the day, guys, look, it all comes back to your own ability to rein yourself back in. 
Change is something we can't avoid. It's going to happen all the time. But your own ability to remember good, powerful principles, like that course that I shared with you, or develop a practice of gratitude so that you can get yourself in the right state of abundance so that you can create the future. You can't create the future from a state of lack. Well, actually, let me put it that way. You will create the future, but it's not going to be the future you want. So, you know, your train is moving. You determine how fast and in what direction. So, from Fear to Faith, Part 2, How to Create a Life You Love. Hope you enjoyed it. Let's do a little wrap-up. Here we go. All right, guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode, Part 2 of the two-part series from Fear to Faith. You know, life is long, and sadly, this won't be the only crazy time in our lives and our history. So, the more you can devote yourself to these practices and create a positive state in yourself, a positive state of gratitude to remember the bigger picture and, and arm your mind, arm your mindset with powerful principles, the more you're going to profit and align yourself with abundance during you know, the coming years and months of, of our life. It's going to be a crazy time. It's a crazy time to be alive. It's a crazy time to be alive. The world is a small place and, uh, you know, it's, it's change is just getting faster and faster. So we need more and more principles and more and more grounding with all this new stuff that's happening because it is an exciting time to be alive. But at the same time, all that excitement has to come with a balancing counterpoint of ground. And that's what all those principles are about. So make sure you go download that free course. It's danceoflife.com slash super secret masterclass. Or if you want the book on gratitude and creating a gratitude practice, that's going to be thegratitudemap.com. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Share it with one person that you know will make a difference in their life today. You know, this is all about the basics in my life. It's it's about the basics of creating your own reality and life you love. This is something we could all benefit from. So I truly hope it's made a difference in your life. Let me know what made a big difference for you today. You can email me tutor at danceoflife.com or at tutor Alexander official on Facebook, Instagram. Let's not forget good old Max Lucado. The presence of fear does not mean you have no faith. Fear visits everyone, but make your fear a visitor and not a resident. I love this quote, man. So, so good. Don't make your fear a visitor or don't make your fear a resident. Make it a visitor. Fear is part of life, guys. No matter how much you practice all this stuff, you know, it's always going to come and visit you. The more you grow, the more you challenge yourself, there's going to be new and unconquered territories, which will, which will come with their share of fear. And it's normal. Scarcity, shame, guilt, anger. It's all part of being human. But the key is making these things visitors, not residents. And if you can commit to that, that's the, that's the big lesson. So let them just pass through you. Let them be visitors. They can visit, you know, but they're not going to be residents. They're not going to stay because you're going to be back to your creative self. You're going to be back to your abundant self. You're going to find stillness. You're going to practice gratitude. You're going to paint future pictures that inspire you, that you truly believe in from that flexed muscle. You are the abundant Taurus. You are the wave of the ocean itself. You have the ability to create just like the universe has created all this around you. It's an intelligent, amazing machine that is beyond our understanding. It's profound. So I hope this has inspired you. I hope it's given you a little motivation, some juju, some some strength during these crazy times. Tune in next Tuesday for some Transformation Tuesday. And Friday, we're going to pick it up. Perfect timing with my friend and neuroscientist, Stacey Danford, for the science and benefits of gratitude. So you make sure you don't miss that. It's going to be an awesome, awesome interview. 
going to do some deep dive into gratitude and kind of the science behind it as well. So make sure you check that out. Until then, your life is a dance. So go out there and dance it well. For more inspiration, free resources, and bonus content, stay connected at danceoflife.com.